Alrighty, my wonderful, beautiful people. How the heck are you? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it is going to be June 2nd. I just sat here and recorded this episode for 20 minutes and my mic was off the whole time. I was like, oh my gosh. I've done this before, you guys. Dang it. So, June 2nd, 2022. What is hypocrisy? Let's talk about it today, you guys. This is such an important conversation. Um... I'm going to just give you guys some definitions of it, some different contexts it's used in. So that way you guys can have a filter when you're reading the scriptures. You can take these definitions of hypocrisy and you can apply them in that way. So if you guys are interested in that today, be sure to listen to the episode, get a notebook, a pen, write stuff down, excuse me, you guys, and make sure you have it for when you're reading the scriptures. Um, I'm not going to be going through a bunch of scriptures today, but if you read like Mark 23, Luke 12, Jesus brings up um, hypocrisy in those, you guys. And uh, so anytime you read that word, you'll know what it means, have a good, strong definition of it, how it's used, and then you can really start to identify hypocrisy in life, okay? We gotta find these things out all over, in the church, wherever we go, you guys, because, um, you know, hypocrites like to mask themselves. Okay. But let's go ahead and pray really quick, you guys. And let's get into this episode today. Thank you guys for listening. Um, this podcast is pre-recorded. So the actual record date would be April 26th. And there is almost 7.5 thousand downloads on the podcast, you guys. So thank you for listening. Um, I hope and pray it's blessed you and encouraged you and that you guys continue to share it, download it. I hope it's equipping you. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for listening. Um, There is a life coaching series on here that I did back in January 20th of 2020, all the way through May 21st of 2020, five months of content, you guys, walking you through the process of how to establish who you are in character and values, okay? And not circumstances, other people's opinions, or your performance. I talk about what shame is, vulnerability, condemnation, judgment, how it all applied in the context of my life and the different things the Lord used to get me where I'm at today, where I can sit on this podcast and talk to you guys about it. I really wanna equip the church with these things. I want people in Christ to really know who they are in character and values, okay? And so um, you guys be sure to check out those episodes. There's a ton of content. It will bless you, it will encourage you, it will inspire you, and it will give you some fuel for your fire to walk in the authority God gave you. So let's go ahead and pray. Let's have this conversation about hypocrisy. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that we can learn these things. We can learn about what hypocrites are and hypocrisy. God, we don't want to be taken advantage of, Lord. And I just thank you, God, for, you know, dictionaries and people who have shared their, you know, knowledge and insight with us and understanding, God, so we can use it for our lives, Lord. And I just pray that you guide us this conversation. Help us to have a better understanding of hypocrisy in our lives. Help us, Lord, to rid it from our own hearts first. If we have any in there, Lord, I pray you'd expose it. Thank you, God, for your love and your grace and your truth that helps us, Lord, to accept the truth of ourselves and helps us to be better. Lord, you change us. You heal us, God. And I just pray that we'll continue to be vulnerable with you in that way and that we can have the discernment to see hypocrisy and question it like we need to, Lord, so we don't allow it to continue to, you know, take take over, you know, the world, so to speak, in the church, everywhere, God. So I just pray that you would help us, Lord, to do our own work from the inside out and then give us the courage we need, God, to expose it out in the world so your your kingdom can be advanced, God. 
Uh, we love you, Lord. We thank you, God, for this day. Bless this conversation. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So hold on, you guys. Let me take another swig of this coffee. Oh, man. So I've been up since 5. I, I get up with my husband at 5, Monday through Fridays. And uh, as I told you guys, it's pre-recorded. So April 20, the week of April 26th is vacation week for him, which is really exciting. And I was like, you know what? I want to get this podcast done um, before he goes on vacation so I can spend some time with him. We're going to be doing some stuff around the house. And so um, I want to uh, be able to work on some things with him and hang out with him. And making. I also want to make sure that this podcast is done because I love doing this and uh, I want to make sure that you guys are going to have episodes. So let me go to the page it was on, you guys. I completely lost it. As I said, I just sat here for 20 minutes and lost that episode I just did. I was like, man, Lord, that was such a good episode, but now I got to redo it. Um, Where did it go, you guys? I apologize. Seriously, I should have been more prepared before I jumped on this thing. Um, Let me back up a little bit. Sorry, you guys. Bear with me. Like I said, if you guys want to read about hypocrites, you can go over to, um, you know, sorry, uh, Matthew 16, Luke chapter 12, Matthew 23, um, and you guys can really get some more context. So hypocrite, here we go. Let's talk about this. I'm going to give you guys the definition of hypocrite. I'm going to share some different, uh, you know, hypocrisy, what all those things are. And then I got a couple other little bonus words I'm going to throw in here. Like uh, what a deceiver is, a cheat, an imposter, okay? Um, Sanctimonious, what the heck does that mean? Uh, You know, when something is faint, okay? So that's going to come kind of at the end. But the very beginning, I just want to walk you guys through hypocrite, hypocrisy, all that kind of stuff. And then I'll show you the little little bonus words with you guys. So be sure to get your pen and paper out today. So hypocrite, one who acts a false part or makes false professions. So the Greek word, oh Lord, help me on this one, Hippocrates, which means an actor. So the Greek word means actor, okay? A hypocrite is one who acts a false part or assumes a character other than the real, okay? Now, let's move down here. Hypocrite seeks not merely to cover his vices, but gain credit for virtue. So they want to look good, right? While they're being an actor, they want to look like they got some virtue going on, some some uh, character. They want to actually look like they have qualities when they really don't. And I shared this with you guys earlier. The quickest way to discern a hypocrite is to ask questions. And do you guys remember when Jesus said hypocrites, you know, Pharisees, you tie burdens of you know, heavy loads upon people and will not lift a finger, right? So if you're in a dynamic with somebody, okay, let's just talk church. If you are involved in a church and you are feeling burdened by the way that they are conducting things or the expectations that they have upon you or anything like that, that's an indicator that there's need, there needs to be some questions asked. Your church should never feel like a burden to you. Um, We need to ask questions and we need to get things established, especially if you're in the church and you start feeling like you're going through the motions. Okay. Um, Same old, same. Um, That's a, that's a great time to bring this out in the open. You guys, we want the church to be effective. Okay. 
if I'm going to bring somebody to church, there better be some type of life there where these people can actually literally grow in their relationship with God, grow in their authority, grow in their purpose, you know, figure out who they are. Okay. That's really, really important. And, um, you know, I don't, and, and I just don't want to send people to a church if basically they're just going to get taught like a bunch of rules, if that makes any sense. Right. Um, People don't need that. They need to know how to grow in the grace and the love and the knowledge of God, right? They need to know how to grow in, in the grace and the love and the mercy and the truth of God. They need to know how to do that. And you guys, truth is very simple. It's just truth is reality. People need to grow in the fact that they can confront their own lives, the reality of their own lives. People need to know what God's grace is. I like to, I like to equate, equate, equate grace to a thought perspective. And what I mean by that is, have you guys ever been thinking about something a certain way, but then, you know, you're talking to somebody or maybe you're praying and talking to the Lord and you get a new perspective, a new thought, and then all of a sudden the burden comes off. That's for me. I see that as grace and a thought, right? God, God's grace and the way he is with us has to be very tangible for us. We have to do something with it, right? We, we have to start utilizing this more and more in, in the context of our own hearts and in our own lives. So that way we can, um, you know, take over the earth you guys god's people are supposed to be the greatest authority and influence on this planet but i really believe the church has lost its authority and its influence because we don't really know how god influences us all right we don't understand these dynamics or we haven't really allowed ourselves to be influenced by god sometimes we allow ourselves to be influenced by everybody else but the lord right because we don't really know what to do you guys that was my biggest problem when i um you know when I started, well, actually, when I was about 10 years old, I got baptized and I, you know, I wanted to know who the Lord was. I asked Jesus to forgive me of my sins, but I remember thinking to myself, okay, Lord, like now that I'm forgiven, what does that mean exactly? Like, what's the next step? Like no one had ever really showed me what Christianity looked like in the context of real life. Every single person I knew that was Christian and non-Christian, they all looked the same to me. So I was like, what really is the distinction, you know, of being a child of God? And so I, I've been on, a, you know, the last, that's been my heart ever since I started following the Lord is what are the distinctions, you know, how is our life supposed to look different than everybody else? I think that's really important. I think that's what people are looking for. That's why people come to the Lord. They're like, they're burdened by the world, but then all of a sudden we can start putting burdens on people as they get back into the church. And, I, and we don't need to do that. People just need to learn how to get comfortable with themselves, right? And what I mean by that is we all have areas that we're growing in. We all have areas of our life that God's growing and developing us in practical ways, whether it be growing in your finances, growing in your relationships, growing in your parenting, growing in your finances and your health, right? Everybody has all these different areas of life. And that is really where we see God work, right? Real life stuff. And so we have to be able to bring our real life stuff to the church so we can influence people. Okay. So when people come in, we can actually have them help them in practical ways, right? Maybe, maybe we've got people struggling in marriage, maybe people struggling in the relationship with their kids and parenting and finances and health and education and, and all this kind of stuff in God's people, we have to be willing to expose those areas of our life. Number one to God, where we need that type of restoration. And then we have to keep our eyes open to the resources God's going to bring into the picture for ourselves. And then we can share that with other people. We can share that with the church. Right. But, um, nobody really talks about it like that. And so, you know, but we got to start doing that. So that way people can, you know, really grow in their life. So let me uh, keep going here, guys. So hypocrisy, the feigning 
the feigning to be what one is not. Extreme insecurity. So I looked up feigning, okay? Because I didn't know what that meant. So feigning means to make a false show of, to make a false show of, pretend. Number two, to invent deceptively as excuses. Okay, number three, to make up or imagine as myths or stories. Number four, to pretend. Okay, so hypocrisy. Let's go back to hypocrisy. Is the false pretense of moral excellence either as a cover for actual wrong or for the sake of the credit and advantage of attaching to virtue. <laughs> so they wanna cover their wrong, a false pretense, right? In, in the false pretense of moral excellence, either as a cover for actual wrong or for the sake of the credit and advantage of attaching to virtue, right? So people who are hypocrites are really, really worried about being perceived as virtuous. And you guys, I totally can rely, I can rely, I can relate to that. My Christianity was very much that way. I was so afraid of showing up in the world in my relationship with the Lord because I didn't want my Christianity to be attacked. I wanted it to look a certain way for other people. And, um, you know, I, because of that, I just, like I said, I just kept to myself. It was, it was easier just to, you know, not share things with the world because I feared, you know, criticism, my virtue being attacked, um, you know, but I, that was really, if I really look back on that, it was just my own, you know, um, insecurities of within myself. You guys, I wasn't, I was not taught to trust myself. I was not taught to trust my relationship with the Lord, you know, and him speaking to me in the context of my life, you know, through the Holy spirit. And so you, you guys, that's really, really important. You know, if a hypocrite is a person who likes to have, you know, plays off false virtue. That means you gotta question it, right? Like, and what do I mean is like, again, we talked about this just not too long ago. If you are in a relationship with somebody and you start feeling the burden of what they're saying, right? You gotta be able to question it. Hypocrites don't like being questioned, all right? Truth can be questioned, all right? That's the beauty of it. But if somebody is not being truthful, they do not like being questioned. And so that's why it's really, really important that people would know the authority God gave them. You can ask questions. That's how you're supposed to grow in your discernment and to establish the truth. How do you know something is true if you don't question and ask questions? So if you are in a situation with a person and you are feeling like, I don't know about that, ask the question right? Ask the question, get those things established so you don't get taken advantage of. And again, we're not taught to trust ourselves. The school system, you know, teaches our children to rely on professionals. They're not, they're not taught to develop their critical thinking skills and ask things. It's, this is the answer. This is what you do, you know, and look at, look at the generation that we're in. Look how many people these days, uh, rely on professionals or even, I mean, even pastors, right? We rely on pastors to tell us what we need to do in our relationship with the Lord instead of us asking the Lord questions. If the Holy Spirit's in us, we have access to God just as any other person does, right? So we have to, as adults, we have to start, you know, talking to the Lord about these things too, right? So that way we don't get taken advantage of by people, you know? And that way we can walk in our authority. You can carry, you have a value to bring into the church. Right, but that's gonna require you 
to, you know, know the voice of the Lord in your heart and in your life, right? Know the areas of your life he's redeemed you. Um, know he's given you authority to rule and subdue. Uh, he's given you a purpose. He's given you a voice. You have qualities within you. You have character. You have values. And I say that because God's in you. He put that in you. And he's given you the grace to live it out. You're not going to do it perfectly. Everybody always says, that, oh, we're just sinners. No, you're not anymore. If you've accepted Christ, you're not a child of God. You've got to stop taking on old mindsets that are keeping you stuck. You're a child of God. You're born into the kingdom of heaven. Okay? That means you are going to be like him. God has qualities. You have qualities too. Every single person on this planet does. All right? Some are just a little further behind than others, right? Some people don't really realize the good things that God's put inside of them. Okay? Because they're so busy looking outside of themselves trying to have somebody else make their decisions for them. Right? But every single person has the potential to grow in being responsible and truthful and in being kind and being, uh, you know, what's the word? Um, uh, dependable and, you know, resourceful and, and, and those different qualities, right? That we need for good relationships, you know, being trustworthy, you know, being honest, being respectful. Everybody has that in them and everybody can grow in that. And God has given that to us. All right. Um, and so I think that's really important. How do I know? How do I know that everybody has good qualities in them? Because I'm going to assume, and I can only speak from experience, that when people get up every single day, they intend to do good, okay? It's just, we don't always have the knowledge to carry that out. And so, you know, that's why we need the Holy Spirit. God gives us the grace to live out the character that we do have within us. You have character, Christian, okay? That's what it means to be made in the image of Christ. You have character like Christ does. You don't have the same function as Christ. You're here to validate why Christ came, right? Your life is supposed to be a reflection of why Christ came. If Christ came to forgive you, your life should look like it's been forgiven and redeemed. All you're doing is, is reflecting his purpose, right? You are validating that. So anyway, let's continue on here. Um, sanctimonious. So let's talk about these bonus words I, I mentioned. So sanctimonious, you guys know what that means? Is the assumption of a saintly manner without a saintly character. Manner over character. Again, this is why, this is why it's so important for you guys to ask questions. People can pretend all they want. They can, you know, have different manners and behaviors, right? But if they don't really have the true character, you know, it'll be exposed. All you gotta do is question it. How do you know when you need to question? Again, Jesus already said, people who are hypocrites tie on burdens upon people and they do not intend to carry themselves. Question, question, question. Jesus said he's come to give us peace. Hypocrites come to give you burdens, okay? You have to be able to discern that. And you're an adult. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you are, or you might be a young adult, right? You gotta start questioning those types of dynamics with other people. No one's above you or beneath you. Everyone's made in the image of God. I don't care what position they have in your life. You have the responsibility to discern these things. Every single Christian has to have discernment, okay? That's your job. You know, we're, we're all a body. The immune system has its role, right? The, the liver, the, the kidneys, everything has its role. The, the liver knows its function and it does it unapologetically. <laughs> right? Same with your heart beating. It doesn't, it doesn't question its job. It's like, I know what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. You need to have that type of confidence. This is, this is who I am. This is, this is my function in the body of Christ and I'm going to carry it out. Right? 
And, you know, again, we were just talking about manner over character. Um, people who are, uh, you know, assuming and hiding, they don't have real, real character. And you'll, and, and all you gotta do is question it and they squirm. Okay. Um, okay. Faint really quick. The word faint means a deceptive appearance or movement, a ruse or pretense. It's used either in, in boxing or war. It says an apparent or pretended blow or attack meant to divert attention from an attack to be made or to be, excuse me, to be made on another part. Let me reread read that faint An apparent or pretended blow or attack meant to divert attention from an attack to be made on another part, right? So they attack one situation or one area because they really have this other thing in mind. You guys, we've seen it. Y'all like pay attention to the media, government stuff happening, right? All these crises that are right in front of us, but what's really going on on the back end? These are things we gotta ask ourselves, you guys, because this world is being ruled by Satan. These are the kind of things that he does. If we don't know these type of schemes and what these things mean, you can't discern it. But if you know what these things mean, you can start putting two and two together, okay? So let's go over this really, really quick and I'm gonna get off this podcast. So faint, a deceptive appearance or movement, okay? An apparent or pretended blow or attack meant to divert attention from an attack to be made on another part, okay? Sanctimonious is the assumption of a saintly manner without a saintly character. So sanctimonious is manner over character, okay? Um, dissimulation. I don't, no, I didn't go over that one. I'm not gonna go over that one. Uh, feigning, okay? That one is to make a false show of, pretend, to invent deceptively, okay? And then hypocrisy is the false pretense of moral excellence, either as a cover for actual wrong or for the sake of the credit and advantage of attaching to virtue okay hypocrisy the feigning to be what one is not extreme insincerity hypocrite seeks not merely to cover his vices but gain credit for virtue okay and then hypocrite again one who acts a false part or makes false professions a hypocrite is one who acts a false part or assumes a character other than the real and really really quick I forgot to show share with you guys deceiver the deceiver seeks to give false impressions of any manner where there where he has an end to gain the hypocrite seeks to give false impressions in regard to himself so that was a lot of information for you guys I hope it was helpful I just wanted to discuss it today it's really really important we have to discern hypocrites in the context of our lives and, um, you know, first we got to do the own work within ourselves, right? We got to get real. Lord, do we got some hypocrisy going on within ourselves? Is there hypocrisy in the church, right? I mean, we got we need that fresh wind of the Holy Spirit. That's only going to happen if, if people in the church are being real about where they're at. Lord, am I putting on a show? It's kind of an acting thing. You know, what's going on here, God? And then as you work that in, in, in your own heart through the love and the grace of God, and, and you pour your heart out and you talk to him about these things, He's going to give you insight and revelation in the context of your life. And then now, now that you're out from underneath of it, now you can start questioning if you need to, right? Um, you know, if you are in dynamics with somebody where uh, you're you're not sure about them, you know, again, we just talked about this tying on heavy loads. you got to question those things. 
Um, you guys, that's not the role of the church is to hide, tie heavy loads upon people. You know, we are to equip people to walk in, you know, the authority God gave them, their character, their value, their skills, their talents, whatever's in the soil of their own heart. Not what we think people should be doing, but by the natural desires and, and, and things that happen within a person's heart when the seed of the Holy Spirit gets planted. And I've talked about this on other podcasts. The Holy Spirit, right? The word of God is a seed, right? It talks about that. And a seed, think about it like when a man and a woman come together, okay? When that seed of that man goes inside of that woman and that baby starts forming, it has its own intelligence within itself. It doesn't need us to micromanage that baby growing. The same thing with the word of God. When you have it in your heart and you are going through that process, through its own process and its own intelligence within itself, it will produce new desires within you, right? And that's why it's so important to get healed. That's why it's really important to start identifying the barriers that are getting in your way in your relationship with the Lord. Where do you have shame? Where do you have judgment? Where do you have condemnation? If you guys don't know what that is, go back, look through the podcast. There's a ton of them on here. Get out from underneath of those things first, right? And then you can start paying attention to, okay, Lord, what good have you put in me? Right? You can't see the good God's put in you if you're stuck in condemnation, if you're always expressing an opinion against this, against yourself, if you're always identifying with yourself as a sinner. Right? You are a child of God. We have to walk in that truth, okay? Um, no one's denying anything by saying that, right? That we gotta stop bumper guarding Christianity because we're afraid that people are gonna take it wrong. God is a good father. He knows how to parent his children, okay? We got to sometimes take our hands off of everything and stop trying to like micromanage everyone else's Christianity. All right. How about you just be real about where you're at and what God's doing with you. And then you can inspire other people to be real in, in their own lives and their relationship with the Lord. You guys get what I'm saying? And then, you know, let people grow in their relationship with God. You are only responsible, right? For what God's doing in you. Yes. I know if you're a leader in the church, right? It says that they're going to be held more responsible. But how are you leading and influencing the people in the church? Do you want people walking in their God-given authority? Do you want to constantly babysit people and all that kind of stuff? Do you not want God, your, the people underneath the flock, underneath your care, to you know, know how to feed themselves and know how to discern the voice of God within their own lives, right? That is really, don't we, don't we, do we not want that for our own children? our own children to be able to manage their lives without us trying to micromanage everything they do don't you want your kid to be able to make decisions and think for themselves and have a good life right you got to model it first and then teach that to your children we got to model how to hear god right in our lives we got to model his grace through the the areas of our lives he's pulled us out of the shame hole right the resources that he's used the perspectives that he's used and share that with other people and inspire them to get just more comfortable. You know what? God talks to me, right? The Holy Spirit's in me. Like, wait a second here. I don't have to just listen to everyone else and what the Holy Spirit's telling them. I got my own relationship with the Lord, right? And then as you guys just are authentic, showing up, sharing that with each other, everybody gets encouraged. It really is a beautiful thing, you guys. God doesn't need us to micromanage everyone's Christian life. We got to just get more and more intimate in our own relationship with him. And then we influence people through that. You get what I'm saying? 
So anyway, I'm going to get off here, you guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of the week. Thank you guys for listening to this, you know, mini series I did, you know, like Monday through Thursday podcast. I really hope to get back into that again, you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have an awesome rest of the day and I will talk to you next time.